everybody, welcome to another episode of Galaxy CDs Rocks and Flips. If this is your first time at the channel, my name is Ryan and I am a full-time reseller working out of my home here in the greater Cincinnati area. And this channel is all about the flip life. Thank you so much for stopping by. If you're a repeat visitor, thank you from the bottom of my heart for coming back for more of this. This is my normal midweek recap of some of the cool stuff that has left the galaxy. This has been a crazy week for me. Um, it is Wednesday mid-afternoon as I start to record this. Yesterday, I drove to Detroit and back for a dealer trade. If you listen to my podcast a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned that I do dealer trade drives for the Volkswagen store that I used to work at. Tomorrow, I get to drive to St. Louis and back. So I'm really trying to manage my time to get everything squeezed in this week with uh, losing two days to some pretty big road trips. But I did want to get this video put together to share with you some of the stuff that I've sold. I think I've got about 15 items today. So let's not mess around. I don't have time for that today. Let's jump right in. First up, this Allstate golf cap. I picked this up at an estate sale or a yard sale. I think it was a yard sale, actually for a one thin dollar, sold it for $10 plus shipping. This was new with tags. Um, I wasn't sure, just didn't have a particular player associated with it or anything, uh, not a particular course. So I wasn't completely sure it was going to sell, but uh, 10 bucks. So we'll take that. We're going to get into some of the CDs that have sold out of the big lot um, over the last week. This first one, uh, pardon the language, Cover your ears if you're sensitive. The Anyas get shit-faced with the Anyas. <laughs> uh, this is an Australian import CD from the mid-1990s. This went for $16.99 plus shipping. Um, this was like new. It was in really, really good shape, but it was not new, and it essentially sold for new price. So pleased with that. Uh, next up, Roy Hargrove, the collected Roy Hargrove. This is another one from that big lot. This one went out uh, just a few minutes ago, actually. I just dropped this off at the post office before getting ready to record this. $24.99. This one was free shipping. Next up, Sirius by Sirius. This is a late 1990s album. Uh, went for $18. This was a best offer. I think I had this listed for $19.99 and got somebody to uh, offer 18 bucks free shipping. So we took that. This next item, um, Random Volume 1. This is a Gary Newman tribute album. This was new and sealed. It's a two-disc set. It was on um, a really small label with a bunch of kind of really cool indie bands. Uh, this just went up the road to Columbus. This is another one I took an offer on. I think I was asking $20 or $22 for this, and I got an offer randomly for $18.61. It looked like what they were trying to do was um, make it so that when the taxes were applied, it came out to an even $20, and they just missed. It came to $20.01. <laughs> Another CD, Dark Room Familia, um, some West Coast Latin hip hop, I believe. This went for $19.99 with free shipping. Uh, this is another one out of that lot that was in like new condition. So uh, pretty good run here of the CDs. Another one out of this lot, uh, Big Daddy Kane, some old school hip hop here from the early 90s. Uh, this went for 20 bucks with free shipping. And now we're going to get into some of the books. Um, kind of the usual lot of old books for decent amounts of money this week. 
First up, I have this 1929 Cambridge Economic Handbook um, series, Money, by a guy named D.H. Robertson. It was a new edition, revised, back in the uh, Depression era. This went for $19 plus shipping. This was a best offer. Sold a couple more, I think, out of the lot of romance novels that I mentioned, I think, in the last episode. This first one is The Unkissed Bride from 1929. This is another one, a hardcover with a dust jacket. There was a little bit of damage to the dust jacket, which I disclosed in the pictures. Um, but this is a fairly unusual item, and it went for 20 bucks. This was another one that was a best offer. I think I was asking $24.99 for this. Yearbooks. You may have seen other sellers on YouTube that have talked about yearbooks in the past. I generally, I don't buy them individually all that often. I got a big bunch in a lot of books that I got at an estate sale, and I just got around to listing some of them uh, late last week. Sold this one, the Cushing Academy Penguin. It's a high school yearbook from 1954. It was listed for less than six hours um, at $21.99, free shipping, and someone snapped that up. More economics textbooks. Um, the Economics of Imperfect Competition from Joan Robinson. This is from the 1950s. This is another one I've talked about, I think, in both of the last two of these recaps. Uh, some economics and science textbooks that I got in a big lot that were in really, really good condition. They continue to do very, very well. This one went for $34.99 with free shipping. I own these. Man... Less than a dollar each, probably. This was a really nice sale. This came from the same lot as those romance books. Uh, this is a 1926 modern shop practice set of six books. They were leather bound with kind of gold lettering on the spines. Really, really nice books. Um, I put the whole set up for $99.99 with free shipping. And it was up maybe a week and somebody bought it. I've got... Maybe three fifty four dollars in the set. Um, it was part of a bulk buy, so that was a really really nice flip. Very pleased with that. Again, old textbooks, old shop manuals, all that kind of stuff um, actually does pretty well. I show these probably every week just to remind you that there's big money in model railroading. Uh, set of four different years of model railroading magazines. Uh, $78.36 plus shipping. I've got probably less than $4 in this whole batch. So that's a really, really nice score. I've talked a couple of times in previous videos about the bound magazines. Um, you may remember I did a haul video from an estate sale. It's been a couple of months ago now, and I picked up these History of the Second World War bound volumes. I got them for a dollar a piece. I listed them all for $34.99 um, with free shipping and not really much going on. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, uh, a lot of watchers and a lot of activity. I've had some offers um, that were pretty low that I did not take. And I finally sold one of these sets for $34.99. This more than paid, obviously, for the rest of them. I think I've got... It's either six or seven sets of these that I paid a dollar a piece for. The first one's out the door for $34.99. So that is really nice. Sticking with the bound magazines, uh, this lot of three 
really old um, model railroad and craft model crafting magazines from the early 1930s, the late 1930s, and the early 1940s. These were in really, really good shape. Uh, the three of them went for $139.99 plus shipping. These were part of the, I think, 30% off tier. I've had these for quite a while. Had them listed, I think, at $64.99. Um, with them being on sale, somebody grabbed these three. All of a sudden, again, these have a bunch of watchers. So I think there's one or two people that are looking at these, and we're probably going to have more action on them. So I'm pretty happy with that. Um, again, the Bound magazines, if you can find them, like I've said before, you can normally get them super cheap, and they're generally... If you don't mind holding on to them, um, they're generally worth quite a bit of money. So that kind of wraps up the you know, the cool what sold stuff over the last week. There has been, if you listened to my podcast or watched the video on Sunday, you saw that last week was really, really good. Lots of like $10 and $15 items, which is as usually the case for me. That's kind of the base that I build my business on. And then these kind of doubles, triples, and home runs as they were, um, kind of round out things and make for make for pretty good business. I did want to share one other tip. Um, I should probably save this for the two-minute tip in the in the podcast for this weekend, but it's it's a little more visual. So I wanted to show you what I do. I've been listening to some other podcasts and watching some videos. And a couple sellers have mentioned that they have on occasion, on more than one occasion, <laughs> shipped the wrong item to the wrong customer. They got two packages crossed up when they were packing and shipping items. And I just wanted to show you a little trick that I do to avoid that. Because normally my workflow is I pull all my orders and I get them to my shipping station and then I pack everything up. Then I go to the eBay page and enter in all the shipping information, the weights and the sizes and all that stuff. So I've got eight, 10, 15 packages that I'm working on all at the same time. And it would be really, really easy to get confused. So what I do, as you can see from the pictures here, I just write a quick description of what the item is that's in that envelope or box on the outside of it, where the label's gonna go. That way I can match it up with what's on the screen and not have that situation where I'm sending the wrong item to the wrong customer. If I'm shipping five, six CDs, they're all in the same, you know, triple zero envelope or whatever it is, they all look alike once they're in there. So putting that little note on there allows me to match it up with the item description that's on the eBay listing. Then when I print the labels, I have the name on the label, the name on the order, and the item written on the package. Slap the label on. I've been shipping stuff off and on for over 20 years, and using this method, I have never sent the wrong thing to the wrong customer. Knock wood, I'll probably do it tomorrow, but um, I've talked about it in the past. Having some kind of system and a routine for what you do makes things go much, much smoother. This is something that I kind of developed for myself, and I know other sellers use it too, but um, a long time ago when shipping multiple items it allows me to not make that mistake, which can get really costly. It can cost you feedback problems. It can cost you money in shipping things back and forth and making sure they get to the right customer. So if you're doing multiple orders, this is a quick and easy way to just mark those packages so you know what's in them and you don't get them crossed up. So I hope that was helpful. Um, I didn't play the two-minute tip jingle because that's not I wasn't really planning on sticking that in there today, but I just decided at the last minute, let's go for it. <laughs> uh, I hope you're having a good week. 
like I said, tomorrow, uh, it's a long, long drive for me. I'm off to St. Louis. So uh, wish me safety on that trip. Until we meet again, it's time to sell. Thanks, guys. <laughs>